Hello, and welcome to the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Finnamore, owner of WorkFitMe Mobile Physical Therapy. The goal of this podcast is to help busy Maine professionals find the mental, emotional, and physical strength necessary to fulfill their true purpose in life. I have a passion for sharing my true purpose with others. Join me as I discuss holistic health and wellness tips and inspiring stories with my friends, colleagues, and even heroes and mentors to help you fulfill your true purpose in life. Let's go. Welcome into another episode of the Strength for Your Purpose podcast, everybody. Your host here, Dr. Phil Finnamore, owner of WorkFitMe Mobile Physical Therapy. And solo episode coming at you here today. We're going to be kicking off some interviews here in a couple weeks, but had some thoughts about some back pain for this week and for next week that I wanted to to get out here. But before we even get into that one really incredible announcement I want to make for you, not podcast related, but... Those of you that follow WorkFitMe on social media might also know this already, but I am hiring, looking to bring on another physical therapist. Everyone here that listens to the podcast has heard from Dr. Lauren St. Pierre, who is the first full-time physical therapist I hired in the practice, and we are at a point where we need to bring on a second physical therapist in the practice. So what I'm putting out to all of you here as supporters and listeners of the podcast is we would love any introduction that you may have to a physical therapist who you think is an absolute rock star PT and person, right? We want to make sure that they jive with what we're, with what we're, uh, what, what we're building over here at WorkFitMe Mobile PT. And I'm open to any introduction. You know, I, I just want to talk to as many people as possible and find the right fit for the practice and for our clients. So anyone you know, whether you are listening or a physical therapist, whether you have a family member, a friend, uh, a physical therapist you've seen yourself that you think would enjoy not seeing two plus people at a time, that would enjoy really using their skill set to the highest level possible, not that they aren't already, but not confining their skill set to reactive care and someone who is passionate about showing people that they work with how to prevent pain and injury as well. And yes, someone uh, who is, is at least interested in having a conversation about making a change from where they're at in their career right now. So before we get rolling on the podcast today, just wanted to throw that out there. My contact information is right in the show notes. You can shoot me an email, either direct email, find us on social media, whatever the case might be. Would love to chat with anybody that you all may know that would be a good fit for the practice. So as I said, getting into the podcast for today. wanted to sort of continue the conversation about back pain. This was a few weeks back now. I uh, had an initial conversation about sort of the top three sort of myths we hear about back pain and, and sort of did sort of a general overview of all three of them. And I'm going to take a little bit of a deeper, more specific dive here this week and next week on a few things that we typically see going on in the lower back that tend to be a contributing factor for pain uh, for, for, for people. So as you might recall from that previous episode, which was back on February 8th, actually, it's been, been a little while, a little longer than just a few weeks, <laughs> uh, back, on, back on February February 8th. But 
you know, we, we talked about how no two episodes of back pain are the same and they can't be treated the same. Uh, you should get taken care of for acute and for chronic issues as well. And it's really important for us to discover the root cause of that problem in order to effectively treat it and prevent it from coming back again. So I wanted to talk, like I said, this week and next week, we're going to talk about two specific kind of structures in the back and why they can be a problem for people. And then a little bit on how we can help. Hence the name of the episode, back pith, uh, back pith, back pain, myths and treatment tips. Okay. So today we're specifically going to be talking about uh, disc issues in the, in the lumbar spine in our lower back. Okay. So between each vertebra of our lower back, we have what are called discs. Now discs are made up of a very tough, thick, fibrous outer layer of, of, of tissue. And inside they are very jelly-like. It's kind of like a, a picture of jelly donut, but the outside is not donut material. Okay. Um, and, and what they do is they kind of compress and open up almost like a, like if you took a sponge between your, between your, your, your fingers, you know, your, between your, your fingers and your thumb and, and compress it down and, and, and let it, let it open back up. That's how they absorb force and keep plenty of space between our vertebra. And what happens as a very normal, typical part of aging, I want to say that again, what happens as a very normal and typical part of aging is we lose some water content around those discs, okay? So the water content in our disc is something we've all actually experienced. I'm sure you all have woken up in the morning and had this sensation of, I feel taller than I went to bed. You know, opening this cupboard up to get the coffee cup, which is the same cupboard that maybe the glass for my water was in before I went to bed last night. I am seeing it from a different vantage point. Okay. Because what happens is all day we have, you know, uh, gravity and, and force and stress going down through the discs in these back and more of their water content gets pushed out. Well, as we sleep, we're in a, we're, we're in a position where gravity is not working on them and all that water is allowed to come back in and it kind of expands them. Right. So they're back to full capacity. Of, of, of water, let's say, okay? And that uh, gives us more height, it does. But what happens over time is our overall water content in that disc goes down, which makes that thick, uh, you know, fibrous outer layer of that disc more susceptible to wear and tear. Again, this is all completely normal, okay? So, you might hear terms thrown around if you've had back pain or someone you know has had back pain or you've just heard this before in relation to lower back pain, terms like degenerative discs or degenerative, degenerative disc disease. And I'm here to tell you that that is not a disease because if it is, we all have it. <laughs> that is just a byproduct of the natural aging process. Now, you could classify it as a bit of a disease if you have severe degeneration in the discs, and let's say you're in your like late 20s, early 30s. But once we get to our, our mid to late 30s and beyond, having a certain amount of degeneration in our disc is 100% normal. And in fact, depending on the age group we're talking about, somewhere between 30 to 40, 50, 
maybe even 60% of people, again, depending on our age, have degeneration and disc bulges or disc herniations in the lower back with absolutely no pain whatsoever. So let me say that again. It's a big range here, but it depends on the decade of age we're looking at. Roughly a third to half of people, maybe more the older we get, have disc degeneration and disc bulges or what we call herniations in our back. On an MRI, it'll show, quote unquote, positive signs of disc degeneration or disc bulging with no pain whatsoever. 30 to 50% of people, more than that, when we talk about people in their 70s, 80s, okay? What that tells us is the presence of that alone does not mean you're going to have pain. In fact, this should be and, and, and probably will be a whole other podcast episode. Medical Im- th- th- that's why medical imaging alone, I'm going to say that again, medical imaging alone should not be used to diagnose orthopedic injuries unless it's a fracture. Okay. Because there are a lot of things that are pretty normal to find on medical imaging that is not necessarily the true root cause of someone's pain. So if you have degeneration in your discs or a disc herniation, why does it then cause pain? Fantastic question. You guys are so smart. Um, <laughs> so, so what happens in these situations is we have these sort of natural processes going on. So when those discs start to degenerate a little bit or we have a herniation, what it does is it makes the height between the two vertebra smaller. And that's important because on each side of the vertebra, there are openings where nerves what that we call nerve roots come off of the spinal cord and head out. They join together and they create the nerves that go out into our body and our extremities and help control certain functions of certain organs and muscles and give a sensation in our skin and can tell when there's a deep pressure or a light pressure can tell when something's hot or cold. Okay. So those nerve roots like three things. They like movement, blood flow, and space. So losing height between our vertebra will compromise potentially all of that, okay? It will compromise potentially all of that, okay? So what typically happens when we have these things present, because they're usually present at multiple levels, especially the further we go uh, in the decades of life, what we find is throughout life, we also develop certain imbalances around our hips and in areas above and below the areas in question, right? So in our mid back, you know, down to where our low back meets our pelvis and sacrum and out into our hips where certain muscles get weak and certain muscles get tight and certain joints get tight and certain joints get loose, right? So you have all these imbalances of instability and weakness and areas of tightness and areas of increased mobility, right? And what that creates is certain areas wind up taking more stress in our movement because our bodies are master compensators. They're going to find a way to do what we are asking them to do no matter what, okay? And that is going to lead to more stress being placed on one area. So if that one area has a disc herniation or disc bulge, or it has loss of height between the vertebra due to some disc degeneration that is going on, 
and those nerves have less space, potentially less movement and potentially impeded blood flow, and they have more stress placed on them, that's when those nerves get irritated and cause pain either locally in the back or radiating down into our hip and buttock area and even down our leg, which many of you will recognize as sciatica. Okay. So it's really these imbalances that are a major part of the problem. Because what, what we do as physical therapists, and this is true for chiropractors as well, DOs, you know, what have you, it, none of those people can actually, are, are actually going to make the discs taller, right? If you just have, if you don't have a disc bulge, but the, there's less height between your vertebra, nothing that anyone can do except for some miraculous surgery, which by the way, if they do exist, they don't always work that well. Um, you might need surgery for your back pain. Let me preface that by saying not everything can be fixed conservatively, but it's always a good first try. But typically, surgeries like that provide temporary relief and do not provide f- relief that's significant enough or that maintains well moving forward without also working on these things that we're talking about. But I digress a little bit. You know, DOs, chiropractors, physical therapists, We aren't going to magically make those spaces bigger, but the reason why they can help is because we restore the right areas of mobility. We restore the right areas of stability. We allow that nervous system to talk better to the, to the places in the body that that nerve goes to and locally, you know, the, the nerves in the surrounding area also start communicating better and we can then take advantage of that with certain muscle activation techniques and exercises and stretches to take the cumulative stress off of that area that's compromised from this natural aging process and make it better and and, and relieve the stress, the repetitive stress on those nerves to calm them down and take that pain away because we are restoring balance to that area by having mobility and muscle activation and stability equal out and meet And that allows us to get stronger, more flexible, and continue beyond that point to prevent this from being a problem down the road. There are techniques we can do to actually push disc herniations back where they belong. However, they're always going to be susceptible to happen again because that jelly material inside the disc has poked through the thick outer layer that's kind of breaking down over time so that the the area that it protruded out of is still going to be there right so we're not always going to be successful at keeping that jelly inside the disc but we can get that disc material back where it belongs by using techniques that are non-invasive and then by using that really holistic training of increasing the right areas of mobility, increasing the right areas of stability, having those work together so you can get stronger uh, and more imbalanced and more in balance, not in imbalance, (laughs) more balanced over time and make sure that that is much less of a problem. Because again, even if that bulge is there, it doesn't mean it has to be painful, right? And that's really what we are addressing here. So that's my main point today about disc stuff. So if you've been told by somebody that you have a disc herniation, a disc bulge, Uh, degenerative disc disease, you do not have a disease, it is okay. We all have it to a certain degree, and it can be managed conservatively. There are some red flags. If you have weakness down in your leg or an area that's completely numb and you can't feel it or a combination of those things, yes, you might need surgery for that. But 
having the work done that I'm talking about after that surgery is going to make that area more resilient than it would be if you just have the surgery and don't do anything else. Okay. So I know I threw a lot at you there, but if you have questions, don't be afraid to reach out. That is uh, kind of the basic info of how we as physical therapists can help people with back pain, specifically related to the discs in the back. And next week, we're going to talk a little bit about arthritis in the back. So stay tuned for that. Thank you all for listening. Any of you who have someone that you can connect me to who is a physical therapist, who is looking to get out of the system, so to speak, a little bit, who is looking to not see two plus people at one time, uh, and who is looking for a little bit better work-life balance, I would love to chat with them. It it is 100% possible for people in in this field to make a good living, uh, get paid like the high-level healthcare professionals that they are, and still not have to wear themselves thin and burn themselves out to make ends meet. And that's what I'm trying to provide for people while we provide an incredibly high level of care and value uh, that our clients are not used to seeing in the healthcare field. So we'd love any connections you have there. Again, all my contact information is in the show notes. Uh, Go make it a great week and we'll see you back here next time on the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Strength for Your Purpose podcast. Whether you're a first-time listener or a returning listener, I can't thank you enough for coming in here and taking in these conversations to help fulfill your true purpose in life. If you found value in this episode, please be a friend and tell a friend and share it with someone you know, respect, and care about who will find value in it as well. I would be so appreciative if you would also leave a five-star rate and review wherever it is that you are listening to this. I would also love to interact with you. You can find us anywhere on social media at Strength For Your Purpose Pod. And the email to get a hold of us for questions or inquiries about being on the podcast is also in the show notes. If you have any questions personally for me in regards to your health or wellness, I would love to talk to you about those as well. And all of my contact information is also in the show notes. Thank you again for listening to this episode. I hope to have you back here next week for another great conversation. And until then, go make it a great week. Thanks for listening.